Welcome to CPAC's Today in Politics podcast. It's Tuesday, March the 7th. I'm Michael Serapio in for Julie Van Dusen this week. Here are the big political stories we're talking about today. The Prime Minister announces an independent special rapporteur in response to allegations of foreign interference in Canada's elections. We all agree that upholding confidence in our democratic process, in our elections, in our institutions, is of utmost importance. This is not and should never be a partisan issue. And the President of the European Commission addresses Parliament this evening with an expected focus on clean energy, trade and support for Ukraine. Let's get right to the top political stories of this morning. Joining us right now is Susan Delacourt, columnist for the Toronto Star. Susan, really nice to see you. Good morning. Nice to see you too, Michael. So let's begin with China interference. You know, the prime minister did not announce an independent public inquiry last night. Instead, it was a whole slew of other measures that included a special rapporteur and the National Security and Intelligence Committee of Parliamentarians. Are those enough to restore public confidence? You know, I was thinking this morning, this is one of the most Ottawa kind of announcements ever. It's a plan to have a plan. <laughs> Uh, I think, you know, to give them credit, it looked like they'd spent a, a lot of time and definitely there's two aspects of this. There's one, it's it's a plan for a plan to deal with foreign interference, but it's also a communications exercise, as you're saying, is this going to be enough? I I think, you know, there's the most headline grabbing part of the announcement is that he's going to choose an eminent Canadian. And again, it, it, you know, perfect political story. Everybody is now guessing who this eminent Canadian will be and everybody has guesses about it. Before we get to that though, just say they're, they're going to have the special committee of parliamentarians look at this. They're going to have, um, I, I've just got a list of acronyms beside me here. <laughs> National Security uh, IRA, the, the review, National Security Review Agency. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm look into this as well uh they're going to start consultations on a foreign registry so and and spend 5.5 million dollars on um more looking into disinformation so we there's lots of bits to this plan but it's again as the perfect ottawa thing it's got acronyms it's not a plan yet and it's got some money and mm -hmm. it's got the guessing game over who the eminent canadian is now, with that special rapporteur, the, the prime minister does hold out hope for an independent inquiry, because if that's what the rapporteur determines is necessary, Justin Trudeau seems open to the idea. So why not just cut to the chase, eliminate that as yet unnamed middle person? I actually think there's smart politics and, and actually something a, a little bit generous in this, um, in that the prime minister has given up his authority to name the person independently. He is, he's going to seek, I thought last night, as you may have too, watching the, the report that he had somebody in mind, but I'm thinking he may have a short list, but he says he's going to consult the opposition leaders on who this person should be, which I watched um, the block leader last week saying that that was one of his conditions, that all the opposition leaders should have a say into who's heading a public inquiry. So the prime minister... I, I haven't seen many prime ministers do this. I'm not even sure that legally they're they're allowed, but he's saying, uh, okay, you guys want to help me name a person? 
give me some names. So I think that's going to be an interesting exercise over the next, he says this is going to happen quickly too, but quick in Ottawa time means some weeks, I think. Yeah, yeah. So of course, listening very closely. But you know, uh, as you know, Susan, recent polls do suggest that Canadians really don't have great confidence that enough is being done to protect Canadian institutions right now. So are the Liberals, uh, you know, taking a hit in the court of public opinion as a result, uh, as you say, quick in Ottawa terms, but anywhere else, it's a different measure. They certainly are. And I think that's what has started the urgency uh, with the Prime Minister. This, this Prime Minister and his team are very attuned to what has been going on in the United States and the uh, election denial down there and the, you know, we don't need to go through the list of, of what's been happening. Canada saw that firsthand with the Trump administration. And they are, if you talk to anybody in this prime minister's office, they worry a lot that Canada will will get that bug. And I'm sure the polls last week, it was an Angus Reid one, showing that two thirds of Canadians were worried about elections, worry, even more worrying, a majority of conservative voters were, were inclined to believe that the last election hadn't been fair. Even though we should say, Pierre Polyev has said he accepts the results of the last election. He doesn't believe that uh, that there was <clears throat> uh, interference in in a way that that affected the result. In other words, he's not going around claiming he should be prime minister right now. All that though, I think, I think the prime minister would have brazened this out uh, if if it had just been an opposition story. But I think what is really worrying, as you've pointed out, the polls are showing. That, that it doesn't take much to rattle Canadians' faith in, in their electoral system. And this was shaking their faith. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, of course, if you are a foreign power trying to disrupt a democracy like Canada's, to some extent, that, that's what's happening here. If people start losing uh, faith in the institution and the way uh, governments are chosen. You know, what's interesting is, and I've heard people saying this as well, it's occurred to me, that it election interference per se may not have uh, rattled Canada's democracy, but these stories are. And one wonders whether whoever wanted to disrupt the election is getting more success with this fuss in Ottawa than they did during the last campaign. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I wonder, as opposed to having a plan to deal with it, if you just chose to deal with it, would it just put it to bed faster? Well, you know, it, it it's sort of a chicken and an egg argument. If people are losing their faith in democratic institutions and and do you trust the democratic institutions to sort that out on their own? No. Is anybody going to trust, as the opposition leaders have been saying, is anybody going to trust anything Justin Trudeau does if people now have rattled faith in Justin Trudeau? So yeah, this is one of those ones where you really want to be careful. I I think Mr. Polyev's <clears throat> rhetoric yesterday was a little over the top, talking about a trip, a, a trick, and a trap um, that the prime minister was trying to pull on them. I, I'm not sure by by, by not actually having a, an independent public inquiry. That's that's why Polyev was saying that he was saying that he would not accept a private briefing with the prime minister, and um, that has been suggested by people like Dick Fadden, the former head of CSIS, that. Former serious people have suggested that the opposition leaders all sit down and um, and have a frank talk about this. And Pierre Polyev yesterday ruled it out as a trick. I 
I'm hoping he's going to revisit that rhetoric today or in the next couple of days, because I think one of the, the ways that is going to be have to be sorted through this is an adult conversation between the political leaders, um, something away from the cameras and the partisanship, which people don't like, you know, and they know this. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so as I said, uh, we'll keep watching that. But before you go, we should also talk about Ursula, Ursula von der Leyen, uh, the European Commission president, because she will be addressing Parliament this evening. Uh, talk to us about her visit. What exactly are the expectations? Not huge expectations. This is a visit that was supposed to happen last fall um, as uh, as part of a series of, of meetings the Prime Minister was having with progressive forces. And it's mainly focused on on keeping the alliance intact in face of what's going on in Ukraine. So this was supposed to happen last fall, but the death of Queen Elizabeth delayed it. But a, the Ursula von der Leyen is, is on her way to Washington. It's a compliment and a nod to Canada that she's stopping here and that she is addressing parliament. And is it's intended to strengthen the ties between Canada and Europe at a time when, um, solidarity between the allies in Europe is is of paramount importance. <clears throat> she gave an, an an emailed interview yesterday to Canadian Press too, in which she talked about she'd be talking more to to Canada about energy, uh, leaning on Canada so that they can lessen their reliance on <clears throat> on Russia. So I think you're going to see the Prime Minister uh, and and the head of the European Union talking about that today when on when they're out and about. And I think You'll probably hear her talking about that to parliamentarians tonight, too. Okay. Uh, well, Susan, we will be watching. I know you will as well. Uh, thank you for this. Really appreciate it. Have a great morning. Nice talking to you, Michael. And that is Susan Delacourt, columnist for the Toronto Star. The best way to counter foreign interference, including in our elections by Beijing, is sunlight and transparency. And to make that foreign interference known to the public. Now let's take a look at what political columnists, commentators, and editorialists are saying today. In the Globe and Mail, Jean-Pierre Kingsley calls for a public inquiry into allegations of foreign interference in Canada's elections. He writes, a public inquiry is the only course of action that will satisfy Canadians in coming to terms with what CSIS documents described as a brazen invasion of our electoral system by Beijing. Our elections belong to us and to no one else, and the mere threat that this is not 100% the case demands significant action. While we should know how the matter was handled at the government and prime ministerial level, it is essential to our democracy that we delve specifically into the details of this foreign interference campaign if we are to effectively guard against similar attempts in the future. In the Hill Times, Michael Harris argues against the calls for a public inquiry. He writes, would a public inquiry settle doubts about a potentially dangerous vulnerability in our democratic elections? It might, but I doubt it. Look at what happened when the opposition got the Public Order Emergency Commission into whether or not the Liberal government was justified in invoking the Emergency Act to deal with the so-called Freedom Convoy. Did the outcome satisfy the government's detractors? Did it bring closure? It did not. These days, political actors treat public inquiries as arrows in their partisan quivers. The moment something's under investigation, it is easier to persuade the public that something underhanded has gone on. 
Now, here's what's coming up on today's political agenda. The Prime Minister will attend the welcoming ceremony for the President of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, this morning. The Deputy Prime Minister, Christa Freeland, the Minister for National Defence, Anita Anand, and the Minister for Foreign Affairs, Melanie Jolie, will all be in attendance. And later this evening, the Prime Minister will be with von der Leyen as she addresses Parliament. Now, the NDP leader Jagmeet Singh will attend that speech of the European Commission president. As for the Green Party leader, Elizabeth May, she will speak with the media in Ottawa, not about the European Commission president, but about the U.S. president's upcoming visit to Ottawa. The Public Safety Minister, Marco Mendicino, will be joined by Labour Minister Seamus O'Regan and Minister of Sport, Pascal Saint-Ange, as he makes an announcement about government actions to expunge historically unjust convictions. And Natural Resources Minister, Jonathan Wilkinson, well, he will speak with the media after attending the Prospectors and Developers Association of Canada Conference in Toronto. That is CPAC Today in Politics for this Tuesday, March the 7th. Join me tonight on Primetime Politics on CPAC for coverage of all the day's events. Our podcast returns tomorrow morning. I'm Michael Serapio. Have a great day.